Hello, hello, hello. I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters. Where do you find the light in your life? You know, light? Tis the season. Hanukkah. Holiday of eight lights. Christmas. Birth of the light of the world. Kwanzaa. It's beautiful log. Illuminating the holiday and the heart. Think about that. And once again, thank you so much for listening and telling others about All That Matters with Jan Goldstein. Each week we're trying to reframe the way we look at something in the world and with it bring everyone closer to how good life can be. That good stuff in life. And yes, it's right here. And it's one of the seasons of the year in which we most recognize that there are many who are without. There are there is much darkness in the world and even more need for light. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross noted that people are like stained glass windows. They sparkle and shine when the sun is out. But when the darkness sets in, their true beauty is revealed only if there is light from within. People are like stained glass windows sparkling and shining when the sun is out, but when the darkness sets in, their true beauty is revealed only if there's light from within. So my question is, what lights you from within? Now, um, as a boy, I used to watch my mom and dad put the candles in the Hanukkah menorah at this time of year course I would join them and my sister my brothers and and in our home we would dedicate each candle each night to a different value and the idea was that at the end of the holiday you would see eight values that we've rekindled that we've rededicated ourselves the the word Hanukkah means dedication so we're rededicating ourselves and that's the story of the Maccabees rising up against the Syrian Greeks who took over the ancient temple and denied the right of people to pray as they saw fit. And that's what the Maccabees fought for, their right to pray freely, to allow others to pray freely, but for them to be able to pray according to their practices. And that's always been my belief that as long as one set of beliefs or culture is not hurting another. We ought to be a pluralistic society in which we can live side by side. And that in essence, each one of us is a piece of a mosaic. And how much more beautiful is that mosaic when each color gets an opportunity to shine, when there's a light from within each of those colors in that mosaic, each of those objects. And Christmas time, the same. The idea of light, I was once in the Church of the Holy Sepulchre in Jerusalem on Christmas Day, and um, 
and watched how they celebrate. And I was actually back there at Easter when they would light a candle at uh, the traditional uh, burial place for Jesus, um, where according to the New Testament, uh, he rose. And one lights a candle there and then lights a candle next to them and a candle next to them until candles are are being lit throughout the church of the Holy Sepulchre and then out into the courtyard and 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 throughout the streets and it, it just was a lovely symbol of how one light kindles another in Kwanzaa this celebration of uh, of identity and and of culture uh, is something to be uh, to uplift everyone who sees it and who understands the beauty of this holiday. And so true for many religions and cultures is this concept of light in the midst of darkness. And where do we draw the light? Uh, As Kubler-Ross asks us, as long as there's light within, even in the darkest moments, we get a chance to see that light shine, perhaps all the more so. Where does your light come from? I suppose... Mine comes from family, beginning with my mom and dad. It comes from my wife and from my children, from my brothers growing, from my sister, from those I meet, from colleagues and friends. I've just uh, lost a dear friend, my literary agent, Linda Chester, um, died just this week and I am celebrating her memory and she always believed that books uh, could illuminate that that writers actually help uh, the world to see the way the world is and where it's going and where it's been in other words helps the world understand itself and she uplifted writers and in doing so, brought more light in the world. So I celebrate her and send out the love I have for her uh, and all of those who encourage art in the world to help us better understand the world around us. These are people who help plant light within us. How about you? When you think about it, Is it a person? Is it a place? Is it an experience that uh, gives birth or rekindles light within you? You know, sometimes that light diminishes and we need to have it rekindled. And that's the purpose of a friend or a family member. Sometimes they can see our light has gone out and they offer their light to rekindle ours. That can be the essence of a great love affair a great loving relationship that can be the beauty of nature and of poetry it is that which plants hope within us which nourishes a spark which rekindles the light Leonard Cohen said there's a crack in everything that's how the light gets in yes 
Yes, and particularly when our heart is broken and cracks open, it not only is a breaking, but it is a remaking because it allows light in where perhaps light had been shut out. And particularly in illness or in difficulties or in challenges or in struggles, in that darkness, we need the light even more so. Walt Whitman encouraged us to keep your face always toward the sunshine and shadows will fall behind you. Keep our face towards the light. What's the challenge in doing that? Finding the light. And I find it in Kwanzaa and I find it in Christmas. Just as I find it in my own traditions of Hanukkah. I find it in other people's and other examples. It is the joy, but it is also the recognition of being seen and seeing someone else. I see you. It means I recognize the light in you. And each of each of us is capable of that light. As I've said before, I think the holiday time calls on us to do something with that light to not only locate it inside of us, and that's why I'm asking you to think about this week, where is your light coming from? Locate your light this week, if you haven't done so already. And you may have a ready answer, and it may take you some time. But that would be a wonderful thing to do, to find the good stuff in life. One of the things you need to do is find your light. Where's that light coming from? And to be reminded, as Leo Tolstoy wrote, just as one candle lights another and can light thousands of other candles, so one heart illuminates another heart and can illuminate thousands of other hearts. Just as one candle lights another and can light thousands of other candles, so one heart illuminates another heart and can illuminate thousands of other hearts. Yeah, I think that's what writers do. I think Linda was right about that. They illuminate other hearts. They rekindle lights. And this is a season of rekindling. And I'm hoping that each and every one of us, whatever our belief system, whatever our culture or religion or traditions or secularity, whatever it is, the concept of light is universal. It is something we look for in the morning. Depend on that light returns after the darkness. And it is true for the human heart. Light returns after the darkness. And the message I share once again is one from one of those writers and thinkers who wrote a beautiful blurb for one of my books, Marion Williamson, who wrote, as we, light our, as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence actually liberates others. Have you experienced that? Do you know that to be true? 
as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. We are setting examples by letting our light shine as we are liberated from our own fear. Our presence actually liberates others. Did you know that you're a liberator? (laughs) Each one of us gets to be a liberator. We get to shine an example and we get to, in, in that example, liberate others to feel free. I too can live without that fear. I too can be liberated and let my light shine. You know, this is a time that is calling on us to let our light shine. So I'm asking you this week to locate it and let it flow freely. It will fill you even as it fills others. As the young poet Amanda Gorman challenged us, there is always light. If only we're brave enough to see it. If only we're brave enough to be it. There is always light. Are we brave enough to see it? Yes. Are we brave enough to be it? Locate your light this week and be it. Until next week, I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters. Matters.